unleash a winner's mindset. This podcast is meant to help people who feel stuck and want to step to the next level. It's time to break bad habits and find the mindset needed to live your best life. With Chris with Unleash, you will get tips and advice in making better and healthier choices. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unleash, a winner's mindset with Chris with Unleash. Today, I want to be talking about something that holds a lot of us back and pretty much the reason why many do not take action. I want to give a quick shout out to one of my clients that actually had the conversation with her yesterday. If she listens to this, she knows it's she knows she knows it's going to be in regards to what we spoke about. I'm not going to go over what she had told me, but she had she had said two words. How you, how you doing, Diamond? Thank you so much for tuning in. My client said two words that actually um, caught my attention. And my first thought was this is actually a certain topic I would love to reach and talk to everybody about because I know it's held me back. I know it's held other people I care about back. And I know we often and constantly ask ourselves this certain question with just two words. And these two words are what if? What if? How many times a day do you often think or ask yourself or does someone tells you, tell you, what if? And most of the time when someone says what if or when you ask yourself what if, most of the time is usually kind of negative. It's kind of like fear just clicking at you. And normally it would be like, what if? What if you fail, right? What if you try this one thing you want to do? What if you, you know, try to get into fitness or you want to try this business or you try to go back to school, but what if you fail? And then you know what? You got motivated to do it again. So you try again. And then what if you try again and you fail once more? And then, you know, the often saying goes, you know, what if the third time is a charm? So you go and you give it another shot right where you start. And then you give it a shot. And next thing you know, what if you're back where you started? Now, let's say, what if you succeeded? But knowing that because you succeeded, this success will cost you your friendships, your relationships, money, and perhaps have even more responsibilities. So you succeeded, right? So now you're like, oh, shit, now I, I made it. I made it happen. So now you got to keep that momentum. And now you're like, can I really handle this? Can I really maintain this sort of, you know, lifestyle? So what if? What if you, what if you win? What if you succeed? Like, can you, can, you hand, can you handle it? And then we, you know, another question usually is what if? This is like one of the most things that usually our Mexican moms, Hispanic culture always pretty much put the kind of question where it's what if the worst case scenario happens and this is like among anything like you know you go outside and take out the trash and then they're gonna say well what if what if someone comes and picks you up or what if you know a car just comes and hits you and like i'm just gonna take out the trash yes so many see as far as like you know shows novelas and whatnot que tal si te agarran y te roban y que tal si acá te hacen una cosa un daño no 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 me lo saquen la basura like, you know it's like just like little thing like that imagine other things like you know where they say like um, you started a business, no, pues que tal si te tratan de robar, y luego que tal si te quieren demandar porque algo que les bendice, no, you know, like little things like that, they, they plan in your head, and I'm just not talking about like as far as moms itself, but I'm talking about a general people that can plant that kind of thought in your head, so let's say, what if the worst case scenario happens, what if you take the chance and end up losing for shooting your shot, what if you get rejected, what if, what if, Man, this is sounding like a really kind of uh, kind of heavy, negative <laughs> sort of thought, right? But I mean, how often do we ask ourselves that? Like, what if, what if you started thinking like a champion 
instead of thinking like a victim. So like, let's turn it around real quick, right? Let's, let's make this everything I just asked and turn it the other way around. So what if, what if you win? What if you try again and win another time? What if the third time that, you know, you might think, man, someone might take my championship or might, someone might beat me or whatnot, but what if you do it again and you won again? What if you failed instead of succeeded? What if you failed, but knowing that that failure taught you a few lessons, it gained you a few mentors, it gained you a new crowd, right? So what if you took the chance, you failed, and you still came out on top? What if the best case scenario happened? What if you take the chance and end up winning for taking that chance for shooting your shot? What if you get accepted instead of rejected? What if? So put in as far as that case scenario, a lot of the times, as I mentioned, like we will hold ourselves back and making the next decision um, to pretty much take action because of those what ifs and the worst case scenario. And then a lot of the times we'll read through social media, little articles about such and such, just worst thing happened to them. And, you know, I don't know, like, you, you know how social media is and the news media usually is about negative things. And these kind of negative thoughts can really weigh your, your, your uh, self-conscious, your uh, security or so, like it can weigh you down and hold you back from taking action to pretty much do what it is you really want to do. Um, James, Mr. Mr. James says, you always come out on top, whether it's a lesson you learned from success or you found from it. Absolutely. You are right. When you fail, you, you only fail when you stay down and you completely quit. Like that is truly what a failure can really be. But when you fail and you get something out of it, you know that the following time you try again, you know what route not to take. You know what different action to, to give a shot on, right? Like, it's kind of like uh, Thomas Edison. How many times did he fail before he finally got, you know, to the light? Like, many, many times, but he found the way eventually. And that's the same thing with any other case scenario you try to go for, for yourself. As far as if you fail in a certain aspect of some project or goal you made for yourself, you go about it again, but now you go with a different approach. Or perhaps, like, it's kind of... It's kind of like, I mean, this this can't really compare to it, but I mean, you know, have you ever played the lottery, right? Like one of those scratch-offs and you're like, oh, that number, like I'm just one number away. And, and so you buy another one, right? Like, well, it, it, it can't really count like that, but that excitement within yourself, if you go about that excitement of trying again because you know you almost won, you know you almost got it, that's a mentality you want to keep for yourself. So with any sort of like, you know, uh, project, I'm sorry, with any sort of goal you want to do for yourself, like, these what ifs need to stop or you need to make something good of these what ifs because it's these, these simple what ifs that technically stop you and slow you down or pretty much like just do you no good. A lot of the times, see, one thing I do admire and appreciate is being a, a personal trainer is that besides guiding people through their uh, physical fitness level, I do get to a personal level to understand their lifestyles. And I understand, you know, what has held them back, why they took this long. And pretty much hearing their side reminds me of myself as far as like where I was there once, you know, like if I said, well, and literally this literally did happen. I thought to myself, well, what if, you know, when I used to work for the state and I thought, what if, what if I quit the state job? go into personal training and I don't end up getting any clients. 
what if I'm not the greatest trainer around? What if nobody likes my training? You know, and I did think of that. And so eventually I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take my shot. So I got I got working out of the state. I was really happy, like going for this like leap of faith, getting out of the state job, you know. And you're talking about a state job where like vacation was paid, weekends were off, it was an eight to five job. I had benefits, I had, you know. I, I think I just said it, pay time off, pay, like all that good stuff. I had it good. I had it really good, you know, but I had to settle. And I thought to myself, well, you know what? I really like fitness. I like what I do. I like what it's done for me. You know, I can do it for others, but I didn't know how to teach. I didn't know how to communicate. I didn't know how to pretty much guide and be a good trainer. I got certified and I had trained others, but to become a legitimate trainer that like knows his thing, you know? So I was like, you know what? Screw it. There's no other way to do it. So I ended up leaving the state job because I was I was already a personal trainer, but I had to have my mind at the gym and then my mind at the job and then and then mine on myself. And it was really kind of hard to juggle it around. I was actually working at Gold's Gym. I was working for the state and I was also working for Buckle. So my schedule was completely full and I really didn't I couldn't really think in the business aspect or entrepreneur side. So eventually I ended up letting that state job go. And let me tell you, when I let that state job go to be full-time personal trainer, it sucked. <laughs> I bet you were expecting something different. No, it sucked. Like, I went from earning a certain amount of income, I went from having a certain amount of benefits to being a trainer and having from zero to one client, maybe two clients, going from earning from a few thou to like 200 or 100 bi-weekly, like holy shit, the world fucking just got heavy and it turned around on me, right? And I thought to myself, what if, like, well, what if I stayed with the state? What if I didn't make that stupid mistake? What if I apply back? What if I try to go and get my job back? And what if I let this personal training go and maybe try it later on? But I didn't. I didn't. I still, I kept on it. I stayed on it. And next thing I know where I am today, like, I am really happy that I stuck to my decision. I am really glad and I am blessed to say that I love what I do and not a single day do I ever dread thinking that, oh, I got to go to work. Like, no, like I love what I do. I love the fact that this schedule is like, you know, in not so much in my control, but per se, like if there's a certain hour I want to keep away from the gym or so, I can. I can choose to do so. Right. But this is my you know, experience that I want to explain to you guys. If I had lived and what if I failed, if I had stayed on that mindset, if I had, what if I applied back to the job and try it later, I would not know. I would have not learned. I would have not met the people that I know today. I would not have the opportunities, the sponsors, the friends, the mentors that I have today, all because these what ifs were literally like, I blocked it out. You know how many times, like whenever I wanted to take another chance about doing something else. And someone told me like, well, what if, what if, you know, what happened with you with the state happens again with this other thing? What if, you know, uh, you as a trainer, you know, eventually some clients might be, might be negligent and then they end up getting hurt and then they come after you. Or what if you keep training and you keep lifting heavy and then you screw up your back and you can never be a trainer again? Like, then what? What if? Well, what if what? What if I stop doing what I love? You think I'm going to be happy going back to a desk job or such? Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be happy about that. I don't know if it's the ADHD in me. I don't know if it's the drive in me. Whatever it is that's keeping me alive, that's keeping this drive, like, I want to keep it lit. I want to keep it on fire. I do not want to ever retire, to be honest with you guys. Like, some people want to do that. Like, I want to work as much as I can, put in all the hours I can so I can finally retire and just enjoy life. 
I'm gonna tell you for sure, you'll enjoy life perhaps in the beginning for a while of doing nothing, but chances are that you might lead into depression. Because if it's one thing that we have a great drive on is purpose. When you have a purpose, and I'll, I'll put in a, a great example for those who are listening and those who are watching, one of your purpose would be your kids. Your purpose for living would be your kids. You love your kids. They're their purpose to you know look forward to the next day. They're the purpose to hope like looking forward to coming home and get their love, receive their love, watching them raise and grow and know the fact that they're gonna be a meaning you and such. And that's just like anything else. The purpose of fact that you're gonna be able to change other lives, the purpose of fact that you know that you're gonna leave a legacy behind, all because you're not having this what if bullshit of saying, What if I fail? Well, what if you don't? What if you know all goes wrong? Well, what if it does? And you learn from that and you make something great out of it. Like, what if you're able to guide others to not make the same mistakes you may have done yourself in a better aspect? Because one thing I know that I remember when I was a kid, I had a hard time giving my full attention to an adult that tried to tell me to do things otherwise. And, you know, sometimes you got to learn the hard way. Your best teacher will be experience. But you can't learn without experiencing it, right? Like, because... These what ifs is what if the leap of faith can hold me back? Well, then you move forward. You move forward from there. What if it costs me so much? Then you make some money back again. Whatever it is, whatever it takes, what if? What if? And then your why, right? Your why should be bigger than your what if. If your why is bigger than your what if, best believe that your possibilities are endless. That pretty much you can achieve whatever it is you're trying to go for, whatever you want to accomplish, whatever you want to blow up to become something great. If your why is bigger than your what if, best believe that you will come out of whatever darkness that's going to come at you. One thing I learned from many motivation, I mean, I listened to endless amount of motivational speakers. I'm not sure if it was Les Brown. I'm not sure if it was uh, T.D. Jakes. But one of them mentioned that when you set yourself to a certain goal, you set yourself to a certain goal, and pretty much you want to take action. And you know what? You're like, finally, I'm, you know what? I'm going to take action. I'm going to move forward with this. Whatever comes at me, you know, like, I'm just going to lead on and just do what I can. Now, when you do that, when you set yourself a goal and you finally decide to take action on it, usually we give a frequency out to the universe to say, hey, this person has a vision and they have a goal. And then you have the law of attraction that, of course, you know, many of you may have heard the law of attraction of what you manifest will come to you. But that manifestation, that goal, that prize you're going for isn't just going to come alone without anything else. That same frequency you're sending out with that, you're also throwing out a frequency from from the, the law of attraction to also Murphy's law. Ever heard of Murphy's law? Anything that can go wrong will. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And that really happens when, like, if whenever you start on something, it's like, can this day get any worse? Well, guess what? <laughs> Murphy's Law can show you that it can. But it's, And then there, when the Murphy's Law really does happen, that's when people usually are like, you know what? Like, this, this is not for me. I, I got I to gotta step back. I got to go back to what I know. I got to go back to my familiarized territory of where I really know things were doing good, where they weren't going bad. And then people often stop at this point. People stop when Murphy's Law comes at them. People literally like just, you know what? Forget it. Like, this is not for me. I, I'm not I'm not good with new things. I'm not good with new territory. I'm just going to go back to what I know. And then you can't grow from there. You got And this this is where literally means you got to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, I got done saying that 
Uh, you love this. Uh, you love this. Never been afraid to try new things. New change can make you achieve new beginnings. Absolutely. New changes, new things brings on new experiences, new lessons, new friends, new mentors, new success. There's a lot that you can really get from this. But if you stay under a rock, you stay on your comfort zone because you don't want to get hurt because, you know, you are thinking, what if I fall and I scratch myself? What if, you know, I try taking a chance and then I get embarrassed or whatever? Like, have you ever heard of the successful person that was giving everything to them without moving a finger, without them having to try? Yeah, me neither. The best stories are the people that literally went through hell and back and came out on top. Those are the stories we all know. Those are the stories that we're, we're all interested in. Those are the stories that inspire and motivate. Why can't you have your story either? And you can, you can choose to. You can be the average person just like everyone else that just gets scared, gets afraid, doesn't want to take a chance, sits back down, and then just let the world pass by. And then as the years go by later, they began thinking and regretting like, ah, oh, maybe I should have. What if I did take that chance? What if I had not listened to that other what if or person that planted the seed of might fail? It's better to fail, lose, and learn than never take your chance and regret not knowing what could have happened. So is your why bigger than your what if? Because if you really want to come on top, if you really do want to have the things and the goals and accomplish the life you want to manifest for, your why has to be big. Remember that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with Unleash, a winner's mindset with Kristen Unleash. Much love. Stay tuned to the next episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with Unleash, a winner's mindset with Kristen Unleash podcast. I hope you got value and tips from this episode. If you'd like to unleash your potential with me as your mentor, you can contact me on Instagram and Facebook at Chris Unleash. Thank you again for listening in.